Welcome to Simply Financial with your financial coach, Kevin Ray. In today's investing environment, there's a lot of clutter. If you're tired of the talking heads and financial noise, this is the show for you. Today, we'll help you find simple solutions to financial challenges. We'll show you how to achieve your financial goals and get answers to your toughest questions. Simply Financial with Kevin Ray starts now. Welcome into this week's edition of Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, financial coach at Insight Folios here in the Tri-City area. He's got an office in Penconning, and you can find him online at insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com, where you can get yourself on the calendar for a consultation and a conversation. Or you can call him at 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. And if you're wondering why the voice sounds different this week, that's because I am not Walter. I am Mark, and I'm guest hosting this week with Kevin because Walter is out. But Kevin, it's been a while since I talked to you, my friend. How are you? It has been, Mark. You know, we used to do these here and there, but it's about, I bet you, a year or so, at least, Maybe, since, since yeah. we've done these. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Fantastic. So yeah, he's, gotta, always, he's always hogging you up, right? So. <laughs> well, Walter and I seem, yeah, seem to uh, have our thing every week. So That's all right. But it, it'll, right. Be, it'll be fun this week. We'll have to tell him it was the best show ever. So. There you go. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. How, how's things been doing? The, doing all right? The weather been <clears throat> uh, bearable up there? It's At the time we're talking today, it is 100 degrees where I'm at. Oh no, it's been it's been pretty good here. I do have an allergy thing going on, so if you hear me cough, that's what's going on. Ah. But other than that, it's been it's been cooler. You know, it's, we haven't had really a hot summer. You know, yeah. we had a couple of days here and there, but overall, it's been pretty doggone good. So yeah, I lived in Michigan for twelve years, loved it. So the, uh, you need to come back and be. You know, my buddy from uh, my deer hunting buddy from Kansas doesn't call us Michiganders; he calls us Michigangsters. Michigangsters. So. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. I'll tell my yeah. friends. I still got most of my friends are still up in that area. There you go. Well, we're going to talk about some uh, some financial stuff. I guess we'll get into that here a little bit today. Some retiree tax mistakes, Kevin. I want to go through a couple common ones uh, for folks listening that you know to have on the radar, right? Some things that you could kind of step in here that you don't really want to, right? You want to be as tax efficient as possible, uh, as the old saying goes: "Not what you make, it's what you keep," right? Sure. So let's get into a little bit of a couple of, uh, a couple of items here, big ticket items. Let's start with RMDs, forgetting to take these things. Not probably a huge worry, except they have made a few changes recently that makes it a little more confusing now than it used to be. If you're already if you already are taking RMDs, you're already kind of in, the, in a pattern, right? You're already going, so it's probably not a big deal. But if you have not started it yet, depending on your age, you want to make sure that you're getting this right. Let's first explain what an RMD is because I take it for granted a lot that people know what we're talking about. Well, that's, about, that's right? fair, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so RMDs stands for Required Minimum Distribution. And if you have an IRA, 401k, 403b, those types of accounts, they change a lot. Now, normally, Mark, and this is probably what you're alluding to, is it used to be 70 and a half. For like years. the longest time. Yeah, for yeah. The forever. So when you were, how they came up with that number baffles me, but... When you were 17 and a half years old, you had to start taking from those accounts. Now they've changed it from 17 and a half to 73, and there's further talk of enhancing it to 75 somewhere down the road. Yeah, they went to 72 right. with the first Secure Act, and then they moved it to 73 here recently with the second one. But depending on your birthday, it could be 75 later. It could be, yeah, yeah. depending on when, when they enact the final That legis- piece, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that piece, yeah. 
So let's take an example to give somebody um, some insight into this. So the penalty, here's what should you know make everybody perk up. <laughs> if you don't take an RMD from your account, the penalty is 50%, five zero. I can give you an example. Okay. So let's assume that somebody has, Mark, a $500,000 IRA 403B 401k. All right. What do you think that RMD, take a guess, that RMD is going to be? How much they have to pull out? How much they're forced to pull out, yes. Uh, I think it changes, right? But is that something around 4% maybe? Well, it's. It, I go by the life expectancy. So the IRS says you and your beneficiary have 26.5 years to live. So if you divide that into 500000 oh, okay. it's $18,868 you have to take out. Ouch. Okay. So if you don't, the penalties are going to apply to that. Yeah. Now let's assume that you're you're turning eighty five because people think, well, I got to pull eighteen thousand dollars a year up. Right. That's not true because the older you get, the shorter your life expectancy, the more you have to pull out. So in that same example, if you're turning eighty five, your RMD is going to be thirty one thousand two hundred fifty. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, you, so it's it's a scale, but it's a an increasing scale. It is an increasing scale. The older you get, the more you're, you're, you're forced to take out. And remember, there's penalties for which you don't... Because they want which, their tax money is what it comes down to. They've been waiting. They've been waiting patiently. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So when you first started, you know, way back when in a 401k, you know, you're starting with maybe $100 a month or whatever it was. What didn't seem like a big deal, but now you have that $500,000, you know, IRA, 401k, whatever it is. Yeah. Is that truly all yours? Right. Oh, yeah. No, it's definitely not. They're waiting no. on their their cut. Uncle Sam. I, Uncle Sam's your partner. In yeah. <laughs> and the way and the way it comes back to you know to haunt you sometimes later in life is when you're forced to take out those those dollars. Now let's assume that you're you're on Medicare and you're, okay. well you are on Medicare and you're taking Social Security. Sometimes the RMDs can push you up into the next bracket where you have to pay more mm. for Medicare premiums. So you got to mm. be careful on that kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, and to your point, sometimes people go, well, I, I don't I don't need it. Like what, you know, and if you're in a, yes. that position, that's great. Like you've done a great job saving or whatever the case is and between maybe a pension or your income streams or whatever, you're like, hey, I got to pull this money out uh, and I don't want to, you know. Why? You often hear advisors say, why are you, why are you making me? <laughs> it's like, well, I'm not <laughs> making you. Uncle Sam's making you. <laughs> it's right? not us, yes. Yeah, so you, you want to figure out a tax strategy you want to figure out a way to be efficient with it and some people just what do you want to do with it right maybe you're going to go ahead and use it after all or maybe you're going to roll that into the legacy portion of your planning but either way it's coming right so you yeah, got to yeah. deal with it i have quite a few clients that are just that i don't want it i don't you know i don't want to pay tax on it so what can we do right they're charitable minded they go to church so we take that rmd and we give it to the church you do it correctly Church gets it tax free, and you're not paying taxes on it. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's QCD, a deal. right? Yep, QCD. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. So there's lots of different things you could do. Uh, some people talk about rolling it into maybe an insurance policy for heirs or whatever the case is. But yep. either way, you got to take it because the government wants their money, and they will tax you or they will penalize you. Uh, and they're making some changes there as well on that. But either way, it's still hefty. I think they're thinking about making it from fifty percent to twenty five percent, but it's still a big chunk of money. So it's a big chunk. Twenty five percent of thirty six thousand is a big chunk of money. Yes, sir. So that's one thing, right? That's the first one. That's some tax mistakes you could step into. What about the Social Security taxation? Many people get confused on this. And you're like, well, I paid money when it went in. Why do I got to pay money on it coming out on the benefit? Well, that's a, that's another little unknown Social Security, uh, the, the tax portion of it. That started back in the 80s with Reagan. He, he started it and Clinton increased it. So let's go over some numbers. Here. Okay. 
So, you know, I'm, I'm reading all the time that one side started and one side did. Well, they're both sides. They're both responsible for this one. So let's assume, <laughs> again, fair. Yeah, they're both, both responsible. So let's look at your, how, how do they tax Social Security, right? Because you, like you said, you paid FICA all your life when sure. you had paychecks. Now, what the government is saying, if you take your adjusted gross income and if it's over a certain amount, we're going to include part of that Social Security benefit that you're receiving back into your taxable returns. Like you just, just like you're out there earning income at a job. Mm-hmm. So let's look at those numbers. If you're an individual, in other words, you're not married, and your combined income is between twenty five thousand. If you cross twenty five thousand and thirty four thousand, you're going to have to pay income tax on fifty percent, up to fifty percent on your benefits. So, from if you're just a gross income, how do they figure that out? Well, take your pensions, your IRA distributions, half of your Social Security, and any other income. That's what we're talking about. You add that up, and if it's between twenty five and thirty four thousand, if you're an individual. Up to 50% of your Social Security is going to be taxed. So if you're getting $20,000 a year, you have to report $10,000 as taxable income. Now, the trick here is, now, twenty five dollars to $34,000 is not a lot of income, right? Right. When they first put implemented this stuff, they said, we're only going to affect the wealthy. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, but that's not wealthy. Um, <laughs> yeah. so let's be realistic on that. Now, let's look at the other end. The minute you trip $34,000, so $34,000 and up, you're going to pay tax up to 85% of that Social Security benefit. So in that same example, you know, you're going to pay taxes on $18,000 or so. Now, if you're, if you're married, you're filing a joint return, the numbers are thirty-two to 44000 So if you have 32000 to 44000 up to 50% of your Social Security is going to be taxed. And if you're 44000 and up, up to 85% of that's going to be taxed. And that's, you know, that's a tax that most people are unaware of when I sit down with people and we start talking about that, I look at your tax returns and I point it out on your tax return, it'll say social security amount and the amount taxable. So if you're unsure you're paying uh, taxes on your social security or not, just look at your uh, last year's tax return and it will be right there in the front page. Yeah. And some people get confused by that. Sometimes it's not an 85% tax bracket. It's just no. that it's up to uh, 85% of taxable income. Yes. So, well, it's 85% of your Social Security benefit. So, simple math. If you have $10,000 Social Security income, then 8500 could be subject to tax. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And it gets a little confusing on that, too. And, and unfortunately, it is what it is, right? It's there. And this is where, Kevin, like the strategy of how you're setting up your income streams and income buckets can be important so that you maybe you can try to be you know efficient here. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, what about other tax deductions? Any other? I know this has been smaller the last number of years, uh, but this could be a place for tax mistakes. Uh, with the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, obviously most of us wind up just doing the um, uh, standard. The standard. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know, this could this could sunset. Well, it is going to sunset in twenty six. We're going to go back to the old tax code if nothing else happens. But is there anything here to ponder? Well, there is. You know, let's back up one step too, because we're talking about tax deductions here. Let's look at your Social Security, right? Okay. Well, I'm going to go back to that subject just for a second. You know, sometimes the strategy is put off Social Security and start drawing down some of your 401k. Why? Because we're not going to pay tax on that Social Security if we're not drawing it. Right. So okay. sometimes there's some. So that's. I kind of look at that as as a, it's not a tax deduction, but I kind of look at it as a tax strategy. Oh, all right. But um, the, yeah, but the overall tax deductions, you're right. The, you know, the itemized tax deduction, um, you know, you have, have roughly 27500 or above to 
take advantage of, you know, deductions like we used to. We used to deduct our taxes, you know, mortgage interest, charitable do- donations, all those types of things. But Mark, you and I are both getting older, right? Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with getting older, sometimes we have some health complications. Very true. So if you have, you know, a lot of health complications, I've been through my fair share, you've been through your fair share. Sometimes you can use those deductions mm. to help you at the end of the year. And it has to be a certain amount of your AGI and those types of things. But as we know, if you have a serious health complication, those can be pretty doggone oh, expensive. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's one thing that I think some people are overlooking. If, you know, your standard going to the doctor, those types of things aren't typically going to help you. But if you're you're having some serious health complications and you're, and you're paying serious deductibles and those types of things, you want to keep track of that just in case when you talk to your tax advisor that you can use that for that sort of tax deduction. Okay, great point. Yeah. Fantastic. So uh, let's see. I think we got time. Maybe we can do one more here, Kevin. Uh, So we're talking about tax, possible tax mistakes. What about not considering capital gains? Well, that's the thing, right? When we sell, so, you know, if you have a non IRA account, a non 403B account, if you sell any of those accounts, you're going to have, like, say you sold, you had ABC stock and you bought it for a dollar and you sold it for $2. You owe capital gains on that dollar. Right. So sometimes we want to look at it before you start selling. You know, can you offset that with maybe selling a loser? Those types of things. So that's called tax loss harvesting, correct? That is. Right. That's we talk about that usually at the beginning of the year. So, you know, at the end of the year, before you know, we start um, the year twenty twenty four. You want to start looking at those types of things. Can I tax? You know, harvest some of the stocks that I own. Those types of things. You know, the bottom line is. Always pay attention to whether it's a good year or a bad year to sell. And how do you do that? Well, you sit down with your advisor, you start going through those things. Now, I use Schwab a lot, and we can look at what's called cost basis on there, and we can figure it out pretty easily. If you come into our office, we pull your account up, we look on there, and we see which ones are down, which ones are up, and which ones maybe we sell to offset some of the gains. All those things come into play. But failing to realize you know, capital gains in your tax planning endeavor throughout the year could could really turn out to hurt you so there's some really good you know instructions that we give people to help them along in that in that aspect also yeah i mean when you said 2024 that just sounded weird it does doesn't <laughs> I, you heard i stumbled because i was yeah. trying to figure out what it is it yeah. just came out strange right it's like here to, weird to say already but so again there's a lot of little places where you know and obviously taxes and tax efficiency kevin is probably the second biggest piece of i don't know you tell me but of the strategizing when it comes to retirement planning because it's we need the income because we're no longer working but we also need to keep it right so we want to be as tax efficient as possible and these are two pretty big animals with inside that conversation and so if you need to have a conversation about your situation then get on to kevin's calendar have a, a chat with him uh, simply reach out to him by calling at 888-885-7526 that's 888-885-7526 to get started with a conversation or stop by the website a lot of good tools tips and resources at insightfolios.com that's insightfolios.com there's a simplicity express on the upper right hand corner you can click on that and kind of get started that way as well so stick around there's more to come today we're going to get back into some more conversation with kevin right after this here on simply financial with kevin ray we believe it only takes three steps to build your financial future and that's it you shouldn't waste your time getting bogged down by complicated numbers and confusing financial products why worry with the minutia three steps is all it takes step one you talk step two we act and step three here comes the fun part 
you relax. Come in for a visit with our team. We'll listen as you explain your needs, dreams, and desires. We'll then craft and implement a financial plan to achieve your goals. Don't worry. As life happens, we'll adjust your plan. All you have to do is take it easy. Don't make retirement harder than it should be. Schedule your visit with our team. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. We're only a phone call away. 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. After a while, all that financial noise seems to run together. In 1930, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives, in an effort to alleviate the effects of the... Anyone? Anyone? The Great Depression past the anyone anyone it's time for a fresh perspective keep listening to simply financial with kevin ray back here for more of simply financial with kevin ray from insight folios financial coach serving us here in the tri-city area from his office in pinconning get yourself onto his calendar and have a conversation and a consultation about your retirement journey uh, by simply reaching out to him at 888-885-7526 that's 888-885-PLAN or again 888-885-7526 you can also find him online at insightfolios.com it's f folios insightfolios.com lots of good tools tips resources you can click on the um, listen button to check out some past episodes you can on the upper right upper right hand side there there's the uh, simplicity express tab so lots of cool little things you can do at the website stop by check all that good stuff out i'm filling in for walter storeholt this week but i'm your co-host mark killian along with kevin talking about a customized plan is going to be on the docket for this section of the show kevin most people I think understand that it's better than the one size fits all approach. Yet many things, many people still go do the one size fits all, you know, dealio there. And it's not that we don't have these universal things that are going to affect us all, right? We were just talking about taxes on right. the prior section. We're all going to get hit by taxes. We're all going to deal with social security. We're all going to need income. But it's the in- so that universal thing makes you think, well, I guess why why wouldn't a cookie cutter work? But everybody's totally different in the way it breaks down, like what you need versus what I need or what Walter needs or whatever, it's always different. So it's really important to talk about the true points of a customized strategy and how it can help you. So let's talk a little bit about that on this section of the show. Let's just start with the planned retirement age. Like what age do you want to retire? That's going to be unique from person to person. It is. Everybody's different. I mean, I have clients who are 78, 79, still working because yeah. they enjoy it. They enjoy it. And I right. have clients who are 45 would like to stop tomorrow if they could, right? <laughs> right. I mean, I think we all like do the 65 thing because it's been ingrained, right? Yeah. It was like that's the that's the the arbitrary number we assign, probably because of Medicare, maybe. I don't know. But either way, it's, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be 65 to your point. No, it's getting younger and younger every year, Mark. Um, when we talk to people, it's not uncommon. Hey, I want to go out at 60, 62. And so that's where the planning process starts. So yeah. if we're going to go out at 60, 62 versus 65, like you're saying, well, that's more years of income that we have to plan for. So the other end of the spectrum is this. We need to, you know, I'm typically pl- planning to age 95. Why? Because I'd rather have enough income than run out of income at 90 if you're still here. Right. So that other end of the spectrum, too, is how long are you going to live? And we don't know that, so we're going we're gonna to plug in more than I think that most people are going to be comfortable with at first. But when we get through the process, we can, you know, we can have that conversation. I can cut it back to 90 if you like. But the planned retirement age is, an, is 
when you come in and we do that simplicity plan, it's one of the first questions we're going to ask you. What age do you want to retire? Now, it's a starting point. Now, maybe you can, maybe you can't retire at that age, but how do you find out? It's just by starting that process. Mm. You're never going to know if you sit on the sidelines and procrastinate until one day you're forced out of work and don't go down that don't go down that avenue. Start that planning process, and it starts with hey, what age do you want to retire? And it's that way for everybody. That's across the board. We have to know that. Yeah, and if think about if you're married, right? Then you had to have to ask ask that question for both of you, right? And that could change a little bit depending on if there's an age gap in the marriage, right? Because there could be a little animosity, you know, somebody, hey, I, you get to retire before I do, or whatever, right? So uh, you got to watch. My wife and I are five years apart, and she's like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. So you never know, right? So you got to have those conversations about what makes sense for both of you. You do have to know because in our planning process, it'll say sync. So what's your uh, wife's name, Mark? Kim. Kim. So I'll say sync to Mark or sync to Kim. Mm -hmm. But but sometimes, like you said, no, no, one person wants to continue working. That's true, too. So we're going to put that age in there, too. So it's going to be different for everybody. Yeah, because one one could love their job, one could hate it, right? Yes, yeah, and that happens quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, Another thing that's got to be customized is the lifestyle and the income needs. And obviously, this is the big ticket item, right, Kevin? Because depending on where you live and how you live and who you are, that's going to change dramatically. So the, the whole million, like the whole arbitrary number of I got to get a million dollars kind of thing. That usually drives me nuts because it's like, okay, a million dollars might be totally perfect for one person and it might be too much or too little for another because of how they live. You know, so we've got a nice little spread here. We're pretty much homebodies. We like to spend a lot of time at home. We're not big travelers and things of that nature. So we may not need as much, let's say, as my neighbor who's always on the go and, and wants to travel around the world or whatever, right? Exactly. So lifestyle, that's what you're talking about. And income needs. So that million dollar your figure, Mark, did you talk about drives you crazy? Right. Drives me crazy too. Yeah. Because it's 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 just an arbitrage number that somebody exactly. threw out there, you know, 20, 30 years ago or whatever it is. But let's say that, you know, in my neck of the woods, there's lots of people who have big pensions. You know, you may have forty, fifty, a hundred thousand dollar pension amount. Do you really need a million dollars for that life? No. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Right? You don't. So it's 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 individual. And then the income needs, like we say, we're going to, when we project your income, one of the second questions I'm going to ask you, how much income do you need once you retire? And then we need to adjust it for inflation. So on our simplicity plan, what we'll do is we'll increase that income by 3% a year until age 90 or 95 when you get out there. And we want to make sure that there's going to be enough income needs. And most people are going to have what we call shortfall. So you need, let's let's call it $50,000 a year. You have $40,000 a year coming in. 10000 is a shortfall. Mm-hmm. How do we fill that income need? Because that's what it is, right? We need another ten grand a year of income. Well, obviously, we have to go and look at your investments and see what rate of return you need to earn on those investments so you don't run out of money. And then we'll come up with a customized you know, portfolio for you to fill that $10,000 gap. Now, it's 10000 this year, but it's going to be more next year just for inflation. So all of those things come into play and we sit down and we do that simplicity plan and we go forth and we go in depth. And most of the time um, when people come into their office, it usually takes an hour, maybe an hour and 15. When they walk out, they got a good idea whether it's feasible or not because we talked about retirement ages a second ago. So if you're, if you're wondering, can I retire at 60, 65, whatever that number is, it starts there. You know, it's just an hour, an hour and 15 minute process to get you 
a notion whether it makes sense or not. And if it doesn't, then we can tweak the plan and maybe get you closer to that age. Okay. Well, if you want to get started, folks, again, that number is 888-885-7526, 888-885-7526 to talk with Kevin. Uh, so we're talking about these customized pieces. So yeah, income needs and lifestyle, certainly a huge, huge piece of it. Risk tolerance is now next on the list. And this is going to factor into that a little bit, talking about the growth of your investments or whatever the case is, because how comfortable are you you know, with whatever it is that you're taking? You're probably more comfortable when you're younger. And then as you get older, you get a little less comfortable. And, you know, but how I feel about it versus how my spouse feels about it could be totally different as well. So you got to dial that in specifically for both of you. Well, this is a tricky one right here, risk tolerance, right? Right. So how do, how do you typically figure, how do most advisors that I've come across typically figure it out? Well, they give you a questionnaire, don't they? How do you feel about risk in a scale of one to 10? Yeah. Let me ask you, what does that got to do with you, Mark? <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot, does it? Are you, because, are you moderate? Well, what does that mean, right? Yeah, or whatever. Well, exactly. So if I give you that, that quiz um, early 2020, and then the pandemic happened. Do you think your answer is going to change? Yeah, slightly. Dramatically, right? <laughs> right. So here, here in our office, we're going to do it a little bit differently. In our simplicity process, what I'm going to do is I'm going to figure out the rate of return you need to average going forward from whatever age you're going to retire to 95 so you don't run out of money. Mm-hmm. So we're going, to, we're, going to, we're going to not assume you need a rate of return we're going to solve for what you need so no more assumptions here we need to solve what you need to go forward based on your individual you know your individualized plan so you don't run out of money now once i know that number let's say that um i almost called you all today mark Sorry. that's okay we sound alike yeah we do so let's say that you need eight percent rate of return so you don't run out of money for the next 30 years how much risk do you have to take Mm, I don't know how much. Quite a bit, quite yeah. a bit, right? Because you're not going to average eight percent year in year out. Yeah, I mean, but, you're just not going to get that, right? Yeah, yeah, but on the other hand, let's say your number is three percent. Do you have to take a lot of risk? Yeah, you should be able to take less. Yeah, a lot less, right? Because you can get CDs now paying five percent. Well, so that true. risk, yeah. that that risk tolerance is to me it's one of the other things that drives me crazy. It's not because it, it's an emotional response, right? How do you feel about it? Let's not assume how you feel about because it, it's going to change many times when a 2008 comes, when a pandemic comes, your risk tolerance is totally going to change. Let's solve for what you need, you know, to take risks. You can take more, but let's solve and figure this out first before you get into retirement. Okay. Yeah. So versus just kind of playing that, uh, you know, that numbered game or whatever, right. just finding what it, what it is that you need to kind of drive the plan, right? And yeah. then work from there. All right. So let's talk a little bit about you mentioned earlier about uh, on the prior segment, you know, uh, when you're talking about taxation, some places to look could be if you have some bigger health issues. Well, family longevity and health history is certainly going to be a portion of the customized plan. Uh, I've got terrible family longevity in mind, and I've got some personal health hist- history uh, issues, Kevin. So I could easily take that path of, well, I'm going to retire early, and I'll lower my, I'll fudge my numbers, you know, so that I can get out and, and retire sooner because I'm going to die early. But then right. if I'm wrong, well, now I'm screwed, right? <laughs> yeah, because now, yeah, now you outlived your money. That's what right. everybody's number one fear is, right? Right. You remember the Mickey Mantle story? I don't. What, what was you, the deal? You know, he, he died of cirrhosis of the liver, got his liver transplant. Yeah. He said, nobody, nobody in my family lived past, I think it was 50 years old, so he was going to live it up. Okay, right, well, he which lived he did. Past, right. which he lived past 50 years old, paid yeah. for it. Yeah. But if you look at my own personal family, you know, my... My mother's side, my great-great-grandmother lived to the 90s. My great-grandmother lived to the 90s. And my other grandmother would still be here. She wouldn't have had a, 
uh, bladder infection I got out of control. And then my mom died at 66, and I've had my first year of health problems too. So we're going to look at, we, we need to plan, you know, we need to be realistic, but we need to plan long enough so you don't run out of money. And that health history is going to come into play. So if you've had lots of health histories, maybe we'll shorten that up a little bit based on your family history. But we still want to, I'd still rather plan for more than enough money than not enough money because you don't want to be to that point where, hey, you know what, I th- didn't think I was going to be here this long, but medical technology came along and now I'm here this long and now I'm out of money. So don't go down that road. Let's plan for more than enough income. Let's let's adjust your age out there just in case you do. Because I like I said, I'd rather have more than enough than not yeah, enough. exactly. All right, what about the desire for financial legacy? Now, again, this could be a sticking point or an arguing point amongst couples as well, right? Because you might have couples that come in and say, one says, ah, I'm not leaving them nothing, you know, and the other says, no, let's leave them. And often that's, you know, the, the case is the mom typically wants to leave something behind for the children and take care of them or whatever the case. And dad maybe sometimes is going, hey, they're doing just fine. Like my wife and I joke about that all the time. Our daughter's doing really well. So we're like, I'm like, I'm not leaving her anything but a credit card bill. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I like that. And my wife's like, no, we're going to leave it. You know, so you want to dial this in as well. Well, you know, this is funny because, you know, I've been doing this a long time and I've had clients, you know, who are married and same, same thing. Well, my kids are doing good. You know, I'm going to spend my last time on my last day. You know, they'll be fine. But then they have grandkids. What do you think happens? Yeah, it changes. That that changes, right? Because now they're older and they're typically done all the stuff they wanted to do. They traveled. They did all that stuff. And now they're looking at, you know, their assets and they're saying, you know, I have more than I thought I would have. So now, yeah, the grandkids, let's help them through college. Let's do whatever. And the kids, too. But that normally changes the older you get going down the road. So, you know, normally I'll see 65 to maybe 75 now, last time, last day planner, I'm going to leave them a credit card bill. And then as you get older, we'll see it. Now, and that's a little bit more than important. So those things are adjustable inside your plan when you get going. So maybe we can take a look at those and, and say, you know, life insurance may come into play because there's no better way to leave a legacy because it's tax free. All of those ideas typically are going to come down the road for most people as they, as they mature and get further into their retirement. Yeah, definitely. And you want to, again, you want to save off some arguments as well by getting this dialed in too. So just a good idea to work your way through that uh, with your advisor and your spouse. Our final one, uh, how do you feel about, you know, your what's your emotional connection to money, right? Well, everybody says, well, I mean, I need it. I have some sort of connection, but some people are, you know, they just feel different ways about it, Kevin. Some may be totally comfortable uh, being more charitable minded, or they may be more, you know, kind of, uh, you know, close to the chest. They play everything really tight or whatever. So, but it's still going to factor into how you're strategizing your plan because emotions are an important component of the whole process. Because if you can't buy into it, right, if you're emotionally, if you get a plan and it doesn't resonate with you, are you going to follow it? Well, it's like going to a doctor, right? If that doctor doesn't connect with you, are you going to follow his recommendations? Yeah, exactly. Probably not, right? Right. So the same thing here. Yeah, some people are very charitable-minded. We have lots of people who are very charitable-minded that are, are clients of mine. So we, we plan for that. But emotions sometimes can get in the way too, right? And I'll give you an example. So, you know, you work for one of the local companies here. And um, this happens quite often. You know, they don't want to sell that stock because that company's provided them a good a good lifestyle. Or grandma and grandpa left in that stock. And that was a good stock when they left it to them, but because they're connected to it emotionally, they don't want to get rid of it. And sometimes that can be a detriment to your financial planning, as, as, as we all know. So the emotions, you know, can get in the way sometimes. Sometimes they help too, because you have to connect. Like you said, you come in, 
And we started doing that simplicity plan. I would say 95% of the people connect with it automatically because it's it's done differently than what they've seen in the past. We, we're going to point out certain things. We're going to show how to fill that shortfall. All those things we talked about, tax planning, and all those things come into play. So when you can connect, you know, and you understand, that's the key because in our office, we're, we're key on you know, giving uh, education. We want to educate you, educate you, educate you, because the more you understand, the more connected you're going to be to it, and the more likely you're going to be successful going down the road because you're going to understand how how we're filling shortfall, for example, how you're saving tax dollars, whatever it happens to be. And it all starts with that planning process. So if you're sitting on the sidelines and you're and you're still not convinced that, hey, you know, I'm five years out from retirement, but maybe I should start. You should start. Don't don't sit on the sidelines because the worst thing that's going to happen is that you're going to find you have to work a little bit longer. But the best thing that could happen, maybe you can go out earlier. Who knows? But start that planning process. Don't sit on the sidelines. We all know procrastination is an emotion and that emotion can take you down and hurt you too. Yeah, absolutely. And that number to call, folks, if you want to get started, if you want to get rolling with that simplicity process, is 888-885-7526, 888-885-7526 to talk with Kevin Ray at Insight Folios. Find them online as well at insightfolios.com. Get started today that way as well, insightfolios.com. But don't procrastinate, and uh, it's the thief of tomorrow. So get started, 888 Yeah, you like that? All right, so we'll be back with more right after this. We'll do a little fun getting to know you or something like that on the other side. So don't go anywhere. This is Simply Financial with Kevin Ray, and uh, we'll be right back. Planning for retirement shouldn't feel like rocket science. According to the equation, S equals one half AT squared. But it's easy to get lost in the financial jargon. Keep listening to clear up the confusion. Let's take an email question here on the program, Kevin. Let's see if we can help out uh, Grace, who sent in a, an email to the website, insightfolios.com. And she said, uh, you know, a recent breast cancer scare, Kevin, has me thinking more about retirement. The doctors say I should be fine, but going through the retirement or the treatment process, excuse me, has been a wake-up call that maybe I don't want to spend much more time working. But I'm only 61, so I'm a little bit concerned that it's too early to retire. What's your thoughts, Kevin? Well, Grace, as we get older, Mark and I were talking about that earlier, things are going to change, right? And some, sometimes it's going to be something like this. So the answer to your question is time. You you know, as Mark, can you attribute to this? When you have a health scare like that, time is important, all right? Oh yeah, it totally yeah. changes your yeah. your mindset. It does. Yeah. So now we're looking at time. So Grace, to answer your question, we don't know until you come in, and then we sit down and we do that simplicity plan for you. So maybe you can retire. And I will tell you this: more times than not, when people come in and they think they can't, they're closer than what they than what they think they are. If yeah, that a lot makes of times. sense. A lot of times you're probably within striking distance of doing that. But the only way to find out is to pick up a phone, give us a call, come in, and I'd be glad to sit down with you because this is what I'm passionate about. we got to do an income plan for you because if you do retire, we need income. Your paycheck stops, which now your employees are going to be your all your investments. So we need to put those employees in a work in such a way that they're going to produce income for the rest of your life. And we need to we need to go forward and sit down that plan. So take an hour, hour and fifteen minutes out of your life, Grace. Sit down, figure this out, and I, I'm betting you're closer than what you think. And Mark, what was your what was your um, quote on procrastination? Oh, it's the thief of tomorrow. Yeah, don't let don't let 
procrastination be the thief of you tomorrow, Grace, because this is what we're talking about. And, and for the rest of you out there listening, don't don't let that do that because that's important that you sit down and you figure this out because you're getting close to Social Security age, you're getting closer to Medicare, and we can put all that stuff into your plan and figure it out for you. Yeah, I was going to say, playing devil's advocate here, Kevin, at 61, well, she's only a year away from being able to, to file for Social Security, which right. could help her with her numbers. Uh, and uh, But she is a couple years away from, from the Medicare side, right? So she yep. do has to kind of take that into account. But, yeah, you never know. Like, obviously, she's got this wake-up call. And glad to hear that the doctors say that she's going to probably be yes. fine. Yes. That's fantastic. But it does give you that kind of perspective of, all right, do I really want to keep doing this? And and really, if you don't run your data and your numbers, you're not going to truly know. Because if you start guessing at it, Grace, or you start saying, well, if I cut some corners here and there, what happens in 15 years like when you're, or 10 years when you're really unhappy that now you're living on a, a a different kind of retirement lifestyle than you dreamed, right? So it's it's you really got to get those numbers put in place. You do, and that's and it starts j- j- with you, Grace. Nobody can do it but you. So yeah. don't don't procrastinate and, and move forward on that. Well, and she's already taken the first step by just reaching out and saying, "Hey, I'm you yeah. know this has happened. I'm thinking about this." So come on in, and anybody else in a similar situation, get on Kevin's calendar, reach out to him, and let him know that you you know you've got some questions, you need some help. Everybody's situation is going to be a little bit different. Everybody's going to have that trigger point that gets them thinking about something different than uh, and it may have even just a year or two ago, right? So just reach out to him, Triple H. 885-7526. That's 888-885-7526. And uh, we'll be right back. Planning for retirement shouldn't be a mystery. So why is it so easy to get bogged down with financial terms and advisors who try to offer you a sales pitch? Financial coach Kevin Ray takes pride in looking after his clients' best interests. He strives to educate you about the financial world. If you want a customized financial plan that's unique to your goals, schedule a visit today. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. Schedule a complimentary review of your situation. Call 888-885-PLAN. That's 888-885-7526. It's getting to know you time. We're going to wrap up the show this week here with a little getting to know you with Kevin Ray. Uh, we'll just kind of step away from the financial chatter for a minute and get to know him a little bit better. These are just kind of a fun way to, to kind of maybe finish off the show this week. I'm not sure the order that Walter usually goes in, but hey, I'm here this week, so I'm doing things my way with Kevin. Uh, and here on Simply Financial, if you've got some questions or concerns, though, you do need some help, I always like to remind folks, just reach out to him at 888-885-7526. It's 888-885-7526. And, uh, and Kevin, listen, I don't know about this next, this question. Uh, I don't know how I feel about this one because I may have to answer it too. But what's your favorite way to exercise? Ooh. So if I'm going to exercise, it's not uh, eating Doritos on a couch. Like, like, uh, right. But um, <laughs> Lifting Doritos. On the, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. You're lifting yeah, your arm, right? You're lifting your arm, right? But no, it's going to be more along the line. I love to ride the bike. Okay. So, but if I can't ride the bike, I love I love hunting. You know that. So yeah, walking walking through the woods is. Yeah. But you know, hunting's only in the fall. So I typically will ride a bike more often than not, um, because I just like you know you go someplace quick. You're not stationary. You're involved in stuff. You know, 
if I try to take a, a ride down Linwood where I live, I'm usually stopping talking to two or three people. It's just a fun, it's a fun type of thing. I know you're supposed to keep moving, but I fail in that exercise there. I, I like to stop. How about you? What's your favorite? Uh, I am not a big, I'm not, I've never been a big fan of it, but I tell my wife all the time that since I'm a musician, playing drums is a form of exercise. I'm using all four limbs, right? So, yeah. I'm, I, and I'm, I, I work up a sweat and, you know, so I was like, I think that totally qualifies, right? If you work up a sweat, uh, doesn't that count as exercise? And I mean, I, I get into it pretty heavy. So I, I, I guess I would have to say just being a drummer. Well, I don't uh, play the drums. That's got to be a heck of, heck of a cardio workout. That's what, what I'm I saying. Think. And yeah, she tells yeah. me that it's not that it doesn't count. And I'm like, I don't think I agree with you. I, th- <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on your side on this right, one, Right, and it's yeah. way more fun than walking down the street, you know, yeah, which can yeah. be fun, too. Don't get me wrong. I like walking yeah. around and looking at things, too. But it's like, hey, this is I think yeah. this totally counts. But she's always getting on me as a, as a heart patient. She's always like, you need to make sure you're doing your walks. And I'm like, but I play drums today. And she's like, I don't care. I'm like, ah. Well, maybe I have to take up playing the drums. That sounds like a good way to there. exercise. You and tell your, your wife you pass that along it. onto me. Yeah, neighbors, yeah. neighbors will love it. Yes. Neighbors will love it. So there you, mm-hmm. that's always a good way to go. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week here on the show. But thanks for hanging out, Kevin. Thanks for having me on with you. I always enjoy sitting in and, and catching up with you. And always good conversation. I learned something as well. That was a lot of fun, Mark. Uh, Good to talk to you again. Absolutely. Thank you so much. And folks, again, if you've got some questions, you need some help, reach out to Kevin. He's a great resource for you to tap into uh, in the Tri-City area. Just give him a call at 888-885-7526. That's 888-885-7526 to talk with Kevin Ray at Insight Folios. Again, you can also find him online at insightfolios.com. That's insightfolios.com. And we'll see you next time here on Simply Financial with Kevin Ray. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered through Insight Folios, Inc., a registered investment advisor. The firm only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Insurance products and services are offered through individually licensed and appointed agents in various jurisdictions. Insight Folios, Inc. does not offer legal or tax advice. Kevin Ray is an investment advisor representative of Insight Folios, Inc.